The following is a presentation of the Speed Sport Podcast Network. They're tangling in the back of the pack. Here they come off four. Down to the strike. Kyle Busch won the season opener at Talladega. DeGroote was second. He's the reigning champion. It's the iRacers download. Cardwell hoping it stays green. He nearly spins it around. Who's it going to be, Cardwell, Berkeley, or someone else? Where reality meets the virtual world of auto racing. iRacing's executive director, Dale Earnhardt Jr. I think that NASCAR is starting to see the value and the opportunities that can present themselves working with iRacing. Presented by Crosley. Amplify your style. Here are your hosts, Taylor Burris and Justin Prince. Welcome to another episode of the iRacers Download on the Speed Sport Podcast Network, presented by Crosley Radio and on NASCAR Digital Media. I'm your host, Taylor Burris. Alongside is our producer, Richard Colbreth, as we have a special guest from, of course, Charlotte Phoenix joining us, Graham Bolin joining us. Graham, welcome to the iRacers Download. First and foremost, it was a very chaotic and crazy week at Atlanta Motor Speedway this past week. Uh, Tell us about your thoughts about how this action here with the new car at the old Atlanta is something maybe a little bit different compared to what we are used to seeing so far this season and across the iRacing service. Uh, It's a little different. Uh, It took a little bit of skill. The draft was really big, so keeping the outside was big. But other than that, uh, it was a pretty good race. I got wrecked out of four. I was going to finish second, and I was leading before the caution came out to cause a green-white checkered. So uh, I wish it ended differently, but I've been in like the battle to win for the past three races. So it's bound to happen. One of these races that I win. So uh, been a great showing for the Charlotte Phoenix camp. So uh, I'm ready for the races coming up. You certainly have been doing a stellar performance this season. Of course, you're in the top 10 in point standings with the one top five that you have with an average start of 11th, but in a finish of 13th. And with 20 laps led, you are right there on the cusp to be able to guarantee you a spot into the playoffs. But we look ahead to see some of the next races coming up this season. A lot of different race schedules coming out with the new tracks as well as some other tracks that we haven't raced on in a while. Uh, your thoughts on going back to Richmond, for example, next in the next round, as well as maybe other tracks that you feel like you have what it takes to maybe get that new win? Uh, I feel good. I've always had pretty good speed at Richmond. It just comes down to qualifying with how hard it is to pass at Richmond now. It's pretty middle dominant, so it's going to be hard to pass. So as long as you qualify good, uh, it should keep the track position, hopefully be there at the end of maybe move someone out of the way to win the race. It certainly will be very interesting to see. And, of course, you are with the Charlotte Phoenix this season. Last season you were with Stuart Haas Esports. Your thoughts on the new different teams? Of course, Charlotte Phoenix, Charlotte-based esports team, becoming one of the new teams that came on board in 2022. And for those of you who are used to knowing what the Charlotte Phoenix is all about, they were a part of the Monday Night Racing season finale where they hosted that championship event at the Charlotte Esports Hub, home of the Charlotte Phoenix. Though, what is the Charlotte Phoenix like with as far as their team aspects and how involved are they with the eNASCAR side? They're very involved. We have like meetings and stuff just to like, know what we need to do to promote not only like the irising part of the team, but like the whole brand of Charlotte Phoenix, and uh, they're really involved. Uh, something's going to be announced soon, hopefully, uh, that we'll be doing for Kansas. So watch out for that. Uh, but yeah, they're really involved. 
and they really love the iRacing part, and we've been running up front almost every race, so it's bound to happen with one of these races where we come out with a dub and put Charlotte Phoenix in victory lane. You certainly have showcased a lot of great speed this season. Of course, your teammate, Colin Keister, who won the eNASCAR Contender Series last year in 2021 to be able to guarantee him a spot in 22 in the eNASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing Series. What has it been like working with him in the championship? Oh, uh, good. We've we've been working together for the past, like, three or four years, uh, like, not only on Charlotte Phoenix, but we've just known each other and worked on setups together. So. Uh, the relationship's already been there, so it's kind of easy just to pick it up there. And since he wasn't there last year in the Coke series, uh, it's kind of good just to see someone that you've been working with for the past couple of years in the series and helping you work on the setup. So um, I think we have good things coming. As long as Colin can qualify good and keep his head cool sometimes, we will uh, finish good in points. You notice you mentioned that about keeping your head cool. How important is it to keep a cool head when it comes to racing at this high level of competition? We see even some of the biggest names in racing lose their temper a little bit in the middle of the race. But for those in the virtual world, you know, how important is that to keep that cool head in order to try and focus back in to get those good finishes? I feel like it's very important. Like, I feel like it's almost more important than speed. Because if you lose your head and like it can it can like anything that has to do with emotions when you make a decision is always a bad decision in my opinion. Like you always try to block that stuff out when you're racing because you're trying to finish the race. You're not trying to uh, get someone back for racing you bad. Like you just focus on doing your job and that's finishing in the top five or getting a win. So if you lose your head and you're just going to be worse in points and it's going to lead to bad things, but um, I feel like the people that keep their head the most uh, will be better at the end of the season. It is very true indeed. And, you know, we know going to a track at Richmond, we could see a lot of tempers flaring for the fact. And hopefully one of those games will be one driver who will be able to keep a cool head to take home that checker flag and punch in their way into the playoffs. We've been running this playoff format now with a new style for a couple of seasons now. Your thoughts on how this format is compared to maybe some of the previous years we've run this world championship? Uh, I feel like it kind of caters towards people that have like kind of an up and down season, but get a win. I wish it was more catered towards people that run good the whole season. But I mean, wins are important, but I feel like a lot of people can win. And I feel like it comes down to whoever's most consistent at the end of the day, because to make the final four, once you get into the playoffs, it's whoever's consistent over those three or four races before the final race. So I wish it was a little bit different format, but I'm fine with like, usually the cream always rises to the top. So you just have to deal with it and, and get a win and get yourself locked into the playoffs. But other than that, I, I think it's all right. I wish there's a little bit different format, but it's still pretty good format. It is an interesting format, and it seems like a lot of the drivers who have been in the series for a long period of time, like a Michael Conti, a Nick Ottinger, and some of the other competitors, a Bobby Zelensky, have been really taking heart to this type of championship-style racing, as well as with this new car, compared to maybe some of our rookies who seem to be struggling with a new car format. Do you think maybe it's something that 
our rookies are struggling with because of the racing that they're so used to, so focused on with the Road to Pro and the Contender Series that they really didn't take a whole lot of time to work and learn the next-gen car? Uh, I don't think it's that, because they have like teammates who've been in Coke for already. I think it's just everyone's so good in Coke already. The competition level is so high, so it's going to be a different a different type of race in Coke versus Pro or Contender. Or like, yeah, you know what I mean. But um, it's just it's just a different ball game. You can't make it. Mistakes are like a way, like you go get exposed by mistakes way more in Coke because people will take advantage of it. In Pro, you can kind of uh, make a little bit of mistakes, but if you have a like really good setup, you can kind of make up for that. So uh, I feel like it's just the competition level is a little bit higher than the Contender and the Rota Pro format or the series, but like, I just feel like the competition level is just that much higher. And the, the series is so level on uh skill level that it's just in race decisions that gets you track position and how fast you are and like performing on race day. Well, it is something really important to consider and seeing how this is. Now we've been racing this next gen car with the updated format and packages that we currently are seeing in the real world with NASCAR for a past couple of races now coming up on our fourth race next couple of weeks. How has this next gen car been driving as far as with preparation compared as well as setup work as well as the driving style been compared different to the gen 6 car that we were so used to seeing for several years since almost just basically the inception of the e-nascar coca-cola iRacing series uh i like it it takes skill uh there's a lot of draft but uh single car runs do not like matter little you have to get the balance right i feel like a lot of people like a lot of people are the same speed it just comes down to whoever has the balance at the end of the runs and whoever doesn't straight apart the tire before the the pit stops because uh, the draft is so big, obviously, that it's just going to keep everyone in that lead pack. So uh, just to have that handling at the end of the races is very important uh, to make moves to win the race. Well, before we let you go and get ready for, of course, the next round in a couple of weeks, do you feel like how many how many races, honestly, you feel like you have a shot to go and win this season as well as maybe what races that you are actually looking forward to in this championship season? Well, I drove in dirt in real life before uh, I started racing iRacing, so I'm pretty excited for Bristol Dirt. Uh, obviously, it's a stock car on dirt, so it's kind of hard to... Uh, really realistically paint how good i am going to be but hopefully i'm good and i'm pretty good at adapting anything i drive so i'm excited for that richmond if i have a good queue setup uh we can probably uh, have a shot there but usually uh i don't really count myself out before any of these races so uh hopefully i'll have a shot to win these races coming up and then we can set ourselves up good for the playoffs. Well, Graham, before we let you go, where can people go to follow you and Charlotte Phoenix as they get, watch all the action throughout the rest of the E-NASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing series? Uh, my Twitter handle is bol at Bolin Graham. And uh, if you go to clt.gg, you can get Charlotte Phoenix merch. And I think Charlotte Phoenix is... Uh, 
just Charlotte Phoenix on Twitter is their Twitter. So yeah, just go check out their stuff at clt.gg and check out if you want their merch. Uh, they're sponsored by Champions, so uh, they have good product. And yeah, hopefully we win one of these races coming up. Well, we look forward to seeing what you can do for the rest of the season. That is Graham Bolin, driver for the Charlotte Phoenix Esports team. And when we come back, we will hit news of the week. You're listening to the iRacers download on the SpeedSport Podcast Network, presented by Crosley Radio and on NASCAR Digital Media. Welcome back to the iRacers download on the SpeedSport Podcast Network, presented by Crosley Radio and on NASCAR Digital Media. Taylor Burris here along with my producer Richard Colbreth as we go over the news of the week this past week in the world of iRacing and talking about the eNASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing series. We talked to Graham Bolin who was so close to take home the checkered flag at the Atlanta Motor Speedway but unfortunately a last few moments of the race cost him the chance of victory dropping him down to a 12th place finish. But it was Steven Wilson from Stuart Haas Esports who took home the checkered flag over Matt Busa, along with Michael Guest rounding out your top three. The competitors definitely had a lot of chaotic incidents all throughout the racing where drivers were going three and almost even four wide during some points of the race. Of course, early on in the race, it was drivers such as Ray Alfala and Nick Ottinger who were the cream of the crop who led some points of the race. Of course, Nick Ottinger leading the most laps of 48. With that, after that race, that changes the scheme of the playoffs. And after three rounds, it is Femi Olatbusan, Stephen Wilson, Garrett Maynes, Casey Kerwin, and Bobby Zielinski, your top five in the championship. The eNASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing Series continues at Richmond Raceway two weeks where Vicente Salas made history last season being the first ever driver to lead every single lap of an eNASCAR official oval race. Catch all the action Tuesday, March 29th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time with Countdown to Green, 9 p.m. with the green flag, all on iRacing and eNASCAR official streaming services. In other world news, as far as in the world of iRacing, the Porsche Tag Heuer Esports Super Cup also had a great racing series that was able to kick off recently as well as they were able to head over to Interlagos for their next round. We touch more on that next time, but also they get ready to head to Silverstone for the upcoming fourth round of the event. Also in other news, CarQuest becomes the official Auto Parts sponsor the iRacing World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series in 2022. With $25,000 up for grabs, the World of Outlaws will begin to see the action here in the world of iRacing. In other World of Outlaw news, Butt Kicker teams up with iRacing to be the official sponsor of the World of Outlaws Late Model Championship, where some of the biggest names in iRacing Late Model Series will be able to battle it out for $25,000 as well. Also in other news, qualifying has begun to set up for the inaugural iRacing Off-Road World Championship Series, where some of the biggest Pro 4 Stadium Super Truck drivers in iRacing battle it out, catching action at June 22nd at 9 p.m. Eastern, where 24 drivers will do battle at some of the biggest off-road racing circuits, such as Crandon International Raceway, Bark River International Raceway, and Wild Horse Pass Motorsports Park, along with Wild West Motorsports Park throughout the summer. 
with $10,000 reserved for the champion and $25,000 up for grabs. Can't learn more information and to maybe have a shot to see if you have what it takes to be a official iRacing world champion. Head on over to iRacing.com to learn more information. Well, with that, that is pretty much looking to be the news as well as all the great things that are happening here in the world of iRacing. Of course, one thing we do have to say is a big shout out to one of the eNASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing Series competitors, none other than Parker Retzlaff, who is a driver for Roush Fenway Racing in the world of esports. He made his NASCAR Xfinity debut this past couple of weeks ago in Phoenix Raceway, taking home a sixth-place starting position, but unfortunately, due to some errors and some issues on the racetrack, did not get the best finish, but still a great opportunity for an iRacer to have what it takes to go and compete in the world of NASCAR. Of course, we will see some of these more competitors battle it out later on throughout the season, as another big name in the world of iRacing, Ty Majeski, takes home the overall win at the Rattler 250 in Alabama. With that, that is everything in the world of iRacing. And with that, it is time that we say goodbye. For our producer, Richard Colbreth, I'm Taylor Burris. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the iRacers Download. <laughs>